Welcome to the Turf Nutrition and Management Podcast, the podcast for professional turf managers. Here, we talk about the profession, the ever-changing products, and the business side of owning and operating a turf management company. Whether this is your first year in the business or your 20th, our discussions and special guests will help you continue to grow a successful business. Now, here are your hosts with 35 plus years in the green industry, Kevin and Doug. All right, welcome back everybody to the Turf Nutrition and Management Podcast. It is myself, Kevin Salters, with Douglas Gray, our co-host. And today we have a creative content specialist, and this is Jessica with Creative Content by Jess. How are you? Good, how are you? Great. Douglas, how are you this week? Yeah? Awesome. Great week uh, so far, and... uh... Short week for me, as yeah. uh, my wife and I head to uh, Fort Lauderdale tomorrow. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to say that, but you rubbed it in. Uh, well, you know, it's uh, it's our 25th wedding anniversary year, and uh, we're taking some trips this year. That's awesome. Yep. So, Jessica, we have you on, and we've talked about this many times. We're two older guys that just have been doing this way too long, and, and really the industry and technology has moved faster than we can absorb in our brains. And I know we have a lot of younger people that are in this trade and understand all this, but we brought you on to, one, explain how fast this is moving, what it is that your company actually does, and people can all have a quick example. Um, the real, I'm not even sure, what is it that you create for us that we send out for a, a pre-show clip? What do you? What would you call that? Um, like a snippet of your podcast. Wow. Okay. Snippet. That, that makes sense. These are all, yeah. we got to write this stuff down, Doug. <laughs> Sneak peek. <laughs> so why don't you explain to uh, everyone what it is that you actually do? So I am a social media content creator, um, slash manager. Um, basically in my business, I look to, I focus primarily on small businesses, but I look to take a small business and market their brand as best as I can and focus on brand awareness and try to get their product and service out there um, through the digital world. Um, I monitor um, the social media pages for the, for the businesses. Um, I've done website development. I create digital advertisements, um, direct mailers, newsletters, and then uh, also doing the content creation for reels. So if someone is a content creator making the videos, you're the person that kind of takes them to the next level. So let's say I film a bunch of stuff, I could send that to you and then you can do your marketing spiel from there, correct? Yeah, I can add graphics, effects, um, text to the video, music, which always that makes it more engaging and entertaining for your audience. So what, I guess demographically, I mean, well, I guess old people, because Doug and I have phones too. I guess we're, we're <laughs> all paying attention to it. Do you Do you see that there's a different age group that, focuses in more on this type of advertising and or on separate or different platforms, like specifically Facebook attracts this age group and TikTok does this and Instagram. And, and maybe you could explain to us all the different platforms that are available out there. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's quite a few platforms. Um, I've been on social media since back in the MySpace days. I don't even know if you know what MySpace is. 
Yeah, um, yeah, I remember <laughs> it. That was like the first first go around at it, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, and I've I feel like Facebook is directed towards um, an older crowd um, demographically. Um, and then when you get to the Instagram, that's more for the, I would say like 30 age group, forties, um, twenties, the younger crowd. And then you get to, they have Twitter as well. Um, and then there's also uh TikTok, which I, I feel like TikTok is primarily focused amongst the younger generation. Um, I don't personally use that one a lot. I know a lot of businesses like to do it and it's a quick way to get reels or short snippets of videos out there. But I feel like for some of the businesses that I work with, it doesn't work with their clientele base. Um, Cause like I said, it's more generationally from my experience, I feel like it's more like a high school thing or a college and it's just mm-hmm. a younger crowd. And to be honest with you, like for me personally, if I'm looking to see what a business has to offer. TikTok is not my first go-to to go see what they offer. I'm going to go to primarily, I'm going to go to Facebook um, and Instagram. Well, um, I know you also have the YouTube thing is getting big now too, as well. Yeah. And I think we kind of want to go through all of them. I just, I know I've fallen down the TikTok hole a few times and holy cow, you can waste an hour and, and, and <laughs> blink of an eye because there's yeah, some funny crap I, I, in there. I tidbitted with that for a while, for for a little bit, and I just, you know, it was just way too much, way too many. I don't know even how to explain it. Like, I started seeing stuff that I wasn't even like wanted to see, you know. And it was just <laughs> like, why am I seeing this? And I couldn't, I couldn't really get that whole grasp of it, and I, I so I deleted it. Yeah, they definitely can be overwhelming. A lot of the applications are overwhelming, and that's where I come into play is that I want to alleviate that headache and take that off of a business owner's plate and let me handle that. Gotcha. So they can focus more on their business at hand. So what are the – What are the? I mean, this might be a little bit fast into this, but I'll ask it, ask it anyway. So what is it that gets to clicks? What is it that gets to likes? Is it buzzwords? Is it pictures? Is it videos? Um, you know, what what is it that's going to draw people to these platforms better than others? Um, you know, for me, what I think mostly works is just being consistent. Um, because unfortunately, with a lot of these social um, media applications, there's algorithms that are in place, and if you don't uh, frequently post or engage with your audience, um, you should be posting every day, whether it's a real a static post, which which is just a post or some type of story, just something up there so that you stay at the top of people's newsfeed. Because as you guys know, if you're on Facebook, uh, you can have well over 500 friends and you don't see, you know, a third of their posts because if you don't consistently pay attention to that person or if they're not posting all the time, then they're going to fall to the bottom and you won't see them all the time. Um, and you, you may never see them. So I think it's important to post you know, consistently. And I, I think I remember when Facebook and it wasn't probably that long ago, they actually changed their analytics to, to do that. Correct. To drop off and only show you the most consistent likes or pictures that you're scrolling through. And and like you said, the rest of them are kind of in the background, but it's not your daily activity of what's going on. 
Yeah, you can change. I mean, the algorithm is constantly changing and they're always updating stuff, but you can now put things in your newsfeed where say like you don't want to see stuff anymore. You can like hide it or snooze it for a certain amount of time, or you oh can put God. other things to the top of your list as like a priority. Oh my gosh, this sounds so complicated. Um. It is very complicated. <laughs> and I know for a business owner too, it gets frustrating because you're trying to get your stuff out there. You're trying to market it. And then, you know, you post something and, you know, it gets maybe a few likes or maybe no eyes on you. But at the same time, you know, I want to mention that just because you're not getting the likes um, doesn't mean that people aren't looking at your stuff. I mean, yeah. you don't get into this game to win a like contest. I mean, it's you want to get real eyes on you, real people that are invested in you. Um, and it's not about, you know, how many times have you guys scrolled through somebody's news feed? You look at the stuff, but you don't always hit that like button. You don't always do it, make a comment. Even Every though, day. Every yeah, day. You still like it. It's something that you're paying attention to and it resonates with you. Like you'll always be in the back of your mind and be like, oh, you know, what? I saw that here. Um, you know, maybe, you know, for instance, like with one of you guys, with any of the services you offer, someone may have seen something and say, oh, I know they offer that. But it doesn't necessarily mean, like I said, if you're not getting the likes, it doesn't mean people aren't paying attention to you. And and I get that because there's a lot of things I won't like just because, and I, I know nothing about it, I know it's going to change my analytics of what shows up. So, you know, you can look at something funny and get a laugh out of it. Heck, if you like it, you know, they're going to steer you more in that direction. So I can see how it could get complicated and dangerous all at the same time. Right, and it's time consuming. Oh, go ahead. I No, that's okay. I have found that like with Instagram, um, stories seem to get more attention than the actual post. Um, why that is, I don't know. I guess maybe because people just scroll through it real fast. But um, I, that's just what I have seen. Yeah, I mean, there was a time uh, when I would when I was on Instagram, you know, I would just go through my stories and I wouldn't even bother scrolling through the post because it's time consuming too. You can't sit there mm -hmm. and like every single post someone puts in there. You yeah. usually go to the top people you follow or family or close friends um, or a business that you're invested in, like stuff right. you really want to see. Um, and with the stories, it's quick because they're short clips and that's why the reels are so popular because they're visually appealing. Um, they're entertaining to your audience. The music and effects make it like cool to see. And you you're constantly have to keep up with the social trends because just like Kevin, you said, we talked about that little kid, you know, that's dancing. He's in a lot guy. of different memes <laughs> and reels yep. because right now he's popular. Mm -hmm. And and I wish I knew how I did that because I I I Googled it <laughs> and it came up with a um, an app maybe or something that would work into Instagram. And then I searched dancing kid with British shirt on and it came up and I'm like, oh, there it is. And it says, add to your thing. I, I have no idea what I did, but I just wanted him and I wanted that song. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I really, I honestly could not repeat that if I had to. I can help you, I got you. I know you can, but but again, <laughs> me, and, me and social media isn't, um, isn't that amazing yet, but we're gonna work on that. So. Let's go back before we get into the more of the social media, because we could just pound you with questions also. And another thing you do for me and my company outside of the podcast is my turf nutrition company is you do my monthly new newsletter. 
Correct. That's something, again, where people don't think of it as social media content. That doesn't go out into the social world that goes to all of my clients on a monthly newsletter. That I think I get so many compliments on that. I used to just send it out in email form, which everyone loved because they were getting information. Now you put it in this nice template on numerous pages, titles, all these cool little things. And now I have people asking if they can share it with their friend. I'm like, well, absolutely. I, I, my, the information I'm giving you is not top secret. I'm just not putting it on social media, um, just not to promote my company that that much because I can only handle so much. So you right. do you do that as well. Tell us some of the other, I'm almost, almost going to call them like printed pieces because that's what it would be back in Doug's in my age where you'd print those and mail them out to people. Talk about those first and we'll get the boring stuff out of the way, but I think it's been one of my best tools that you do for me. Oh, thanks. Um, um, yeah, what, what else is there that you do? I know you worked with Lawn Fix, Mark. Um, you did some stuff for him. Um, I've worked with um, Ferrari Lawn and Landscape out of Suffield, Connecticut. Dennis. Um, I work with LCS LLC. It's a construction company out of Windsor Locks. Um, I also work with a virtual golf course called Par for the Course in Westfield, Mass. Um, clean, bright power washing out of East Granby. And uh, a couple other clients that, you know, are in the works. But uh, as far as your digital newsletter, um, you know, the feedback I get from a lot of people is that they like some of the advertisements I do because they're bright. They're not like one note or like boring colors where a lot of times the older stuff you see that like they're not it's not appealing to the customer it doesn't catch your eye um and people like to see the digital stuff and it's it's up and coming like people how many times do you get a piece of mail in the mail um you know sent to you and you barely look at it or you just rip it up and throw it away um and like Every same day. thing with email. yeah Every day. Um, Every day. (laughs) And who reads a newspaper anymore or like some of the local, like I don't, I don't have time to sit there and read a newspaper. I'd rather just get something out there quick, get the information out there quick, get your point across. um, And why not do it through the digital advertising? Like it's a quicker way. Um, Like I said, it's visually appealing. Um, And yeah, I think that, you know, in this world, Social media is a free marketing platform and digital is, you know, the way of the world in the future. Um, People are getting away from the paper stuff. I mean, at times right now, I think that you still have to do both. And I've done um, direct mailers um, for some of my customers. I've done a couple trifold brochures. Um, And I think some of that you still, like I said, have to do because it depends on your clientele base and your potential leads. You know, some of them aren't on social media. This is true. Some of them know how to navigate it. So you have to look at the demographics and the age group that you're targeting. So is there either in your experience or your mind a minimum amount of posts that should happen per day, per week, per month that to give the best return on investment? Me personally, I think that when someone posts nonstop all day, it gets, it's an influx. It's overwhelming. People don't want to look at like my company posting over and over and over all day, or they'll look at maybe one of the posts and then, you know, skip through the rest. I feel like some of the stuff gets lost and, you know, 
when you're putting that much out there. I think that, like I said, if you post consistently like a static post every day or an advertisement or um, a reel, like a short video or even a story, putting a story up there. And I think that doing the behind the scenes stuff is what grabs attention the most because people like seeing the work being done. Anybody can grab a picture off of Google or any of these platforms. They can grab a photo for a stock photo from anywhere and post it as their work. But what better way to see than actually someone doing the work? I, I couldn't agree anymore yeah. with that for, for sure. Now, let's say when you say, you know, one post here, one post. And I know the younger generation is probably really good at this. So let's say you post a story and then you post a second story two hours later. Now they're stacked up. Do you see both of them or do you just see the current one that comes up and then you have to tap on that platform or that person to see their second story? I, I, I don't know that answer. Well, so if you're on Instagram or Facebook and you're in the stories, which some people, again, don't click on the stories, they just go through the posts. So it depends, you know, who looked at what. But if you look at a story, you see the first um, little story clip come up and then it will go to the next one or you can skip ahead to the next one. And then if you have no more, then it'll go to the next person. Got it. All right. So and it'll, it, it, it'll it show multiple. Yeah, it ex they expire after 24 hours. So Is that new? No, stories have been around for a while. No, the ex the expiration. I thought they hung around longer than that in the past. No. 24 hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, there you stories go. are like a temporary way to get like a little. That's why I think those are good for like some behind the scenes stuff because mm -hmm. they don't. Or like if you did a post or a reel and you posted it, you get, I always share that to the story too. So people will see like, hey, we posted something new. Click on this and it'll take you to the actual post. Got it. And I, I agree with what you said that, you know, it seems like like a live video or even just a video that you take people get engaged into those kinds of things, because I've done a few this year on trials that I've done or the seating that I did at my house and things like that. And it seems like I get more clicks on things like that than uh, than anything. Um, it's just, you know, how do you take that to the next level to get it? shown in more places or something I, I don't even i got that's the only thing i know how to do is post a video that's it <laughs> yeah and you know you want to post videos and reels that make people want to pay attention to you and tune in for more um and like i said be invested in your business and you um i it doesn't matter to me everyone's like oh let's do a video and maybe it'll go viral or we'll get like you know a million views but i really like is that, are you a content creator looking to get views and likes or no. are you a businessman looking to get real leads and real people, like I said, that are invested into you because those are the people that are going to generate business from you, not That's people that are just clicking or watching your video. Going viral is not going to do anything for you. Well, I think that's one of the reasons why I like uh, Instagrams better than any of them because the people who I follow and follow me are in my industry. So um, yeah, I get, you know, the, what, what do we call those? Um, some marketing companies that try to follow me cause they want, they want to change our logos and things like that. But we, I have somebody for that. Right. Um, but at the same time, I would say 95% of the, the followers that I have or the, the people that I follow now probably more than 95% are people in my business, in the business that I'm in. So, 
Um, probably Kevin can say the same thing. Yeah, I have some friends too, but um, I mean, they're primarily the people who are watching these things. Now, like on Instagram, how do you get people who aren't following you or you're following them to see your clip? Is it just a like, you know, hashtag at the bottom with a buzzword or how do you get other people to that you don't follow see that? Yeah. So a lot of times, um, for instance, with like a landscape company that I work with, I'll tag um, whatever products they're using. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times um, a company will repost what I put up there. So now it's more eyes on us mm-hmm. because they're sharing what mm-hmm. we just put up there. Or if you do a collaboration with like a local person, like the two of you, it would show up on both your platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, I think interacting with other people that you follow is important too, because if you share their stuff and support them, they're going to do that back in turn for you. And, you know, if they share something that you put up again, that's more eyes on your, on your stuff. Um, but then hashtags too, you got to put hashtags in there so that when people are looking up stuff, your stuff pops up in there. Okay. <laughs> so we are kind of doing it right. It's just, we, you know, we probably just need to do it a little bit more often. Um, it's frustrating. I can tell you, you know, some of the stuff that I put out, like I create, I think it's going to do so good. I get so excited about it. And then it doesn't, it get it gets like no views. And then I posted on the other hand, like I posted a video of just something simple of someone string trimming. And it, right now it's up to 13,000 views. Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. So, yeah, I, so I'm a, I'm a YouTube junkie of watching. I, I can't stand our typical TV shows that are out there. So I'm always watching different things. And it's amazing to me how I get suckered into. And, and Jessica, we talked about this earlier today, seeing someone mow a lawn and lay stripes. And I don't even do that. But next thing you know, you're watching their 15 minute video and you're down a, a, a rabbit hole into that. So you just saying that someone was doing some edging and you got 13,000 views is crazy. It, it, why does that turn so many people on? I don't know. I think a lot of times too, it has to do with the, um, the music that you put with it. Like this video, in, for instance, has a motivational got it um, clip, audio clip. Um, but yeah, it just, it, it amazed me how many views it got. Like, it's awesome. But then, like I said, something I work so hard on, putting effects and music and everything to it. And then when it gets like 200 views, it flops. It's frustrating. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, I think with a lawn, you know, that's striped really good, whether it's really green or it's lime green, there's something to it. If you know how to lay lines like lasers, it's it's awesome. I, I, I know when I was on the golf course and cutting fairways and cutting greens, you know, whether it was a hand reel or uh, a hand mower or it's, uh, you know, a big fairway unit. I mean, if I screwed something up, I'd start cutting the other direction so nobody could see it. <laughs> um, you know, it was you took pride in that. And I think that's probably something on the mowing side that guys who mow, they take pride in striping that lawn because it does make it look good. It's funny. So my daughter's home from uh she has winter break right now. She's home from uh, soccer. And, um, you know, yesterday she said to me, she goes, 
wow, the lawn looks really good. And my daughter could care less about lawns, I would think. No, she uh, plays on nice it, turf every day, Doug. Yeah, well, that's Come true. <laughs> uh, but it's green and it's striped really, really good. Like I, I like, I actually did lasers. It was really good. And uh, so I can understand why something like that could actually appeal to people uh, because, you know, you hear it all the time on social media. When a guy cuts a grass and it looks really good, they post about it. You know, they don't post about what when they have a weird looking line or whatever you want to call it, you know. So I can understand why people get fascinated by that. Yeah, there's a huge community for striping and the lawn care, you know, community. Like just, I mean, being working with the landscape company, I've been doing that for almost, it's going on a year now. And, you know, just watching um, people's videos over and over and just seeing the community that grows. Like so, for me, like I've always wanted stripes on my lawn for some reason. I find it to be very vu- visually appealing. It's mm-hmm. beautiful when I see a lawn striped and I have a landscape company that does mine now. It looks amazing. And another thing that I really like is a freshly edged bed. It looks awesome to me. I just, I have a passion for, um, you know, gardening, landscaping. Yeah. And it just, it makes it look so much better. It brings Mm -hmm. the aesthetic and to your property. And I mean, it makes the value of your property go up. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's, you know, landscaping, a nice lawn landscaping will increase the uh, value of your home 15 to 20% easily. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, I don't know about all your neck of the woods, but like down here, you know, more and more people are not taking care of their lawns, whether they can afford it or not. That's, that's, you know, who knows, but at the same time, I've seen in the last 10 years where my development was and everybody's lawn looked good. And, uh, now it's like maybe 20 to 30% of people take care of their grass. Now they get, they still get it mowed. But they just they don't spend the money on making the lawn weed free and green anymore. Yeah. And what I see now, too, like a lot of the people that I follow, um, you know, they see some of the landscape companies that I follow. They more do this for like a content creator aspect where they're constantly posting pictures of their striping or their edging, Mm -hmm. um, you know, stuff like that. It doesn't appear to me that they're looking for leads. Where then on the other aspect, you have businesses that are, that's what they're looking for is the customers, the leads. They're not really looking for, like I said, the likes and the, mm-hmm. you know, to have like 12,000 12, followers. That's not right. important to them. It is, I guess, if you're going into YouTube, which is something <laughs> that fascinates me because I, I hear and I know of, people that are doing it and it's from the horse's mouth of the revenue that they are knocking down per month. It blows me away. It, it really does. And it, as much as people don't think it's a lot of work to get the right angle, to get the videos, to slow down on a job to actually take stuff. And, and we talked about this earlier, like to set up and take pictures of what I do every day in videos, it would drive me crazy because I'm all about production. I'm, I'm a one man band, so I need to get an X amount of work done per day. But these guys have figured it out that they take their videos and it's now bringing them revenue. That's part of their daily revenue stream. And it's, it's, it's decent amount of money per month. It's shocking actually. It is. And like you just said, it's time consuming, like as a business owner to 
stop and film that stuff and take photos and it's very time consuming time consuming so like where i come into play is i can go out with a business owner or their team and film different stuff like in a day i'll write down like you know what i want to do you know whether it's jump on one of the mowers or jump on an excavator and film while they're excavating um i've had you know sitting down on the grass and they're blowing mulch at me you know while they're molting a bed because that's the shot that i want but that's the stuff that is exciting and entertaining like viewers want to see that stuff you're crazy now (laughs) you do anything from touch up of a post to completely passwords manage their the entire system correct yes so someone could literally, here's my log on everything. I'll send you what I can and maybe l- local to you, you could take pictures and videos of them and, and you could post that. But otherwise, you're managing the social media completely for them. Yes, customer engagement, everything. The only thing I'd say that I'm not responsible for is customer leads and business. I mean, that I can't do that end of it, but right. I can get the stuff out there, get their brand out there, engage with the customers or, you know, followers, um, and then keep the consistency up. So you, you just must be like on your phone, like nonstop. It must be tough. I mean, <laughs> sometimes I just <laughs> want to just throw this thing and get it out of my face, but obviously that's your job. So you're on it all the time. Yeah. Right now I think I have five Facebook accounts I manage and then maybe six Instagram accounts I manage. Oh my God. So that's 11 different accounts that you manage that you're looking for, posting for, looking for the responses, trying to po- – oh my goodness gracious, no. I well, can't some of them are the same company. Like they have – Double. You know, multiple platforms. But yeah, it's, I have to post and comment, like, engage, try to follow other people so that – They'll engage back with you, um, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, it's time consuming, and sometimes I do want to throw my phone. Do you just have one phone? Yes. Oh, that's impressive. <laughs> with about <laughs> twenty five thousand photos in it right now. Yeah, Oof. I I feel that pain because you know there I have intentions of posting more than I do, and then I get jammed up on a call or you know whatever it might be, and I never end up posting it, and I have pictures from the entire year good or bad and uh you know it's like all right do i post this now well that's a little outdated you know i can't really talk about a lawn that from the summer now but uh you know it's just one of those things i guess if you're going to do social media you have to make the time yeah i actually bought like an external drive so i can start transferring the stuff off of my phone onto my onto this drive just to clear up some space. Otherwise I'm going to have to get a new phone like every year. So that's, that's a great topic. Self us, us older people, you know, I have probably literally five years worth of photos on my phone and I got a new phone recently and they just transfer them over. And I asked them, you know, what's the best way to get these things off my phone? What is the best way to clear some of the photos off of your phone? Cause anyone in this business is constantly taking pictures and they're clogged up and, and, we need to find a way just to get rid of, not get rid of them, but like you said, store them just on a different platform. Yeah. I just bought like this little adapter that goes in the bottom of my iPhone and then you can stick a memory card Mm -hmm. into it 
So I'll transfer whatever photos I want onto this memory card, then take the memory card and throw it into my laptop. And then mm -hmm. you can break them into different folders. <laughs> Sounds so easy. <laughs> it actually I, is. I, you know what? It actually is. And I haven't used it yet <laughs> because I just don't have the time to take them off my phone. I, I, I get it. I actually have one because um, I was actually going to start doing some YouTube videos back earlier in the summer doing demonstrations. But again, you get busy, you, you, you lose track of time and whatnot. And uh, I have all that equipment here that's sitting right here. And, like I have never used it yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. So in the what's the best, What I guess, what's the best start for someone that isn't super involved in social media to start getting their toes wet in it. How would you ask someone or tell someone to get involved? I mean, create um, a page for yourself. And then, you know, I would just say, just start posting like some behind the scenes stuff or before and after, like what the, what it looked like before, or what it looked like after, um, I mean, just you can go on and research too of other people that are in the business with you. If you look up, say, like lawn care, you can just put lawn care in the search thing and you're going to get a million posts and reels and everything that pop up. Um, or you can look at another business, you know, maybe that, that you know of how, what, what they're doing, you know, what they're posting. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah. I, I, it's funny because. I think enough of us look at social media and don't look at it with those glasses on of, oh, that looks like that could work for me. Let me copy that. I think we just look at it and get the satisfaction out of it and move on to the next post. Yeah. And, you know, I look through the reels, like besides posting for these businesses, I also have to do research. So I'm literally on my phone 24 seven, oh. like doing the research, watching reels, but it's mostly whatever's trending everybody's mimicking what each other are doing. It's just a different way they're doing it, but, or maybe different music, but it's all the same thing. It's just, everybody's doing the same, doing the same reels. Now you also mentioned about paying to boost of a, a post. Explain that process. So say for instance, um, I think recently, like I posted something on my business page that I was accepting new clients. So I posted it. So now I can pay Facebook or Meta, I can pay them a certain amount of money. Um, and I can pick the time links I want. It's called a, a boosted post or a sponsored ad. You can pay a certain amount of money to have this ad run for a certain amount of days. Um, and you can pick what areas you want this ad to show up. So like if you guys are scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, you see sometimes these sponsored ads pop up and it says like you can click on it to send a message. Um, those are paid ads. So they show up in people's news feeds and you can pay for that, um, you know, and you can target, like I said, whatever areas you want for it to show up. So and when you can target- When you say areas, like zip codes, cities, towns, countries, is that what you're meaning? Yeah. Yep. Really? And then age demographics, you can go into male 35 to 37. You can refine it that much? Yeah, you can also do a Facebook ad, which gets a little more. Um, you can actually target your ads even more where they'll show up like when you're watching YouTube, it'll show up like as a com like a commercial that'll pop up, you know, a little ad. Yeah. 
it'll show up like that. It's a paid advertisement. You can target it to a specific age range, uh, male or female, um, demographics, what people's interests are, or what they're looking for. You can really, really spend some money on it, but it's worth it because if you get one or two clients off of an ad that you're paying, I don't know, say you pay, some of the boosted ads can go like a hundred bucks. You can spend 20 bucks, but it depends how much reach you want to, like you can reach a thousand people or you can reach a million people. So you're saying that if you boosted a Facebook post slash ad, it can slide over to the YouTube platform to advertise. Not a boosted the- ad, but a, but an, a Facebook ad really? you can pay for so that it pops up in YouTube. Yes. Holy Jesus. They're all in wow. They're all in bed together, Doug. It sure <laughs> seems that sometimes, doesn't it? Holy cow. You can probably pay and do something with YouTube. I'm not, I don't really, I mean, I've used YouTube to watch videos, but I have never posted content on YouTube or I mostly use Instagram and Facebook, I mean, and I can use TikTok. So um, what is, what's like an average cost to, to boost something, let's say on Facebook? And, and can you do the same on Instagram? Can you boost something on Instagram? Yeah, so I just boosted um, an advertisement this week. So I spent, um, I think I spent 75 bucks on Facebook to have an ad posted for five days. Um, Just, I picked like four different areas that I wanted, four different towns that I wanted it to pop up in. And then I did one on Instagram and I think I put, I paid 50 bucks and same thing you can pick. Interesting. I always wondered how that happened on Facebook where I would find someone that maybe was trying to, cut lawns in my town would have an ad on my Facebook page for like five, five days. And then, then it was gone. I never, I never realized that that's, you know, the service that they provide. Yeah. It shows up like in your stories, like after you watch like a certain amount of stories, there'll be an ad that pops Mm up. Um, Or if you're watching a video, it'll show up at the bottom in a clip and like in a little clip, a thumbnail. Yep. yep. Um, Interesting. Besides doing, I think, Kevin, I mentioned to you today, besides doing the boost, too, it's like I share a lot of um, my clients work on a lot of the local forums. Yes. You, so yeah, that's a great forums. topic. That's a great topic. Go ahead and explain what you told me about that. So you can join. So, for for instance, one business, I joined a bunch of town forums. So, like, Longmeadow, Suffield, West Springfield, Agawam, you know, et cetera whatever areas you want to advertise your business in um, what you do is you join the forums. And once they give you permission to advertise, you can share one of your posts that you've put on your page. You can share it to the town forum. So now it'll show up in that forum and anybody that belongs to that town forum that's looking in there, they'll see it pop up or they can say, you can go to a town forum and search for like lawn care, um, power washing, and anything with those keywords will pop up and you can filter it out by date range, et cetera. Do, um, do the forums get like cranky that you did that? Do, do they get upset that you a business is posting in the form or is that normally acceptable? So it's normally acceptable, but you can't overload. Um, so I think for one business, I, I'm joining and sharing with 40 on 40 different forums. Uh, yeah, so that's time consuming too because I have to share to each forum oh. for each business. But 
it's worth it because they get leads because you know real people are looking on those forums. Um, usually most of the forums, they're private groups, so you have to get vetted like before you're even allowed into it. Some are public, some are private. Um, but businesses can only advertise once a week, and it's usually on a Tuesday or a Thursday. Holy jeezum. So, yeah. so you literally have to go manually become a member of that. And do you, do you become a member as a person or as the business itself? Um, most of the forums allow businesses to join the forum. Some don't, but for the businesses, yeah, I join as the business. Got it. But as the business owner, you could join as yourself on the forums that don't allow it and you can share your business stuff. So you have to take the time, go to each town that you want to post this in, ask for permission to be into their group, wait for that to come back, keep that all organized. And then once you have your big nest egg, then you'll go through and literally post, 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 post. Yes. Oh boy. So right now I think I'm posting to maybe a hundred different forums each day or me. Yeah. Maybe I'm something just, like I'm that. Gonna go I'm going to go fertilize another lawn. It's easier. Holy <laughs> I hear you take a video of you fertilizing a lawn or spray. Holy cow, that's crazy. Yeah, but it works because it's real people that are actually looking for those services, you know? Yeah. And they it generates leads. Yeah, I I I do agree. I mean, people that are out there looking for business and, and we talk about that quite often is one, you need to be different than your competitor. And mm -hmm. that different could be many different ways. And Doug and I, we've talked about it and, and it's on all the other shows, but, you know, offer better services, more sustainable, use those words that are going to draw people in. And then where you come in, you can actually post and show pictures of being different than their competitor, which is cool because that all can tie together. Right. And I know like, a lot of times too, like it takes a lot off of the business owner's plate, but then at the same time, like I get, it's frustrating too, because from my point of view or my side of it, I'm always harping on, like, Hey, you know, send me content. I need stuff to post. And in the back of their head, a lot of times they're not thinking of like, Oh, I got to take a picture of this or I got to do before and after picture because Jess needs it to post. A lot of times they're focused on the business, but at the same time, like I need that stuff because that's, what's going to generate business or help generate business besides word of mouth or Google, you know, looking up a company on Google. And and Doug said it, he, I mean, he's just as bad as I am and, and are in the turf management side of it. You know, the effects are very slow. So we could take a picture today and the results may not be for six, eight, 10, four months down the road. And then you got to take that same damn picture at the same angle to make it look right. And it's like, ah, screw it. I, I'll just go fertilize another lawn. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes like I'll, there'll be like a lawn installation and I'll get like the, the work photos or the before photos. And then when it's done with the seed, but then I'm like, Hey, can you go back and take a picture of the, the lawn? And I know it's like a nuisance. I feel like sometimes you can be a nuisance to people, but at the same time, like I'm doing it because there's always a, a reasoning why behind it, you know? Well, I mean, they're paying you to do it. So you have to be that pain to remind them. I'm just trying to figure out how in the world you keep it all scheduled and figured out. I mean, that that's a lot of moving parts on your end. Yeah. And to keep track of like what they're offering when, um, or suggesting like, Hey, let's run a special or an advertisement, or I think we should do this. It's going to 
you know, draw attention or, you know, whatever, whatever I see is trending at the time. So you are looking for more clients, which is great as most people are. And what's the best way to get in contact with you? And we'll have all your information in the show notes, but how I'm sure obviously this is what you do. So it's social media, correct? Yeah. Yep. Uh, definitely Facebook or Instagram. Um, someone can message me. Um, you can go on either one of my pages and see some of the work that I've done. Um, I've tagged some of the people that I work with, but yeah, if you want to, you know, reach out, those are the best ways. It's crazy. This is just a a crazy world and and the analytics behind it and now paying for ads and, and man, we're just going to continue to show our age because I remember paying for ads in newspapers and the cost of that was outrageous compared to you just told me for 50 bucks or even a hundred dollars, I can boost something and hit thousands of people compared to in the newspaper print ad, direct mail marketing. I mean, we, we did it all, all of it. And it was very expensive. And then if you're out doing flyers to plot houses, door hangers, however, that is time consuming in itself. And now with this new digital error, it all can be done basically from your computer. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen in one company that I work with that, you know, a lot of their leads um, or clicks to their website are generated majority of majority of it, of it comes from Facebook or social media. And the second highest factor is, you know, just someone looking the business up on Google, but social media is driving the and driving you, factor. And you can see the back end of where the results are coming from or how the results are coming? Um, so I can on two of the clients I work with because I have the ability. One client had a website company and I worked with that company because I told them I wanted to see. I wanted to be able to go in the back end of it and track the analytics and see where people are coming from that click on the website and, you know, stuff like that, because I want to see if the marketing is working, what's, what's working, what's not, what people are clicking on. Are they going on the gallery page, the homepage, you know, stuff like that. So you also mentioned you do website development and design. So I've created uh, one website for one customer um, and which I can track the analytics for. And then I'm currently in the process of creating a website for another company right now. Is that, does that intrigue you as much as the social media part of it does? Um, no, my passion is a social media part. And I love, <laughs> I like making the digital ads, but I mean, my, what I really love is I like going out and making the videos and filming and being able to like, I'll go out for a full day and film the guys working and then I can't wait to get home. I know it sounds stupid, but I can't wait to get home and like start making some of these videos because I have this vision in my head and I want to get different clips and stuff. And then when it comes together, it just, it's super cool. Wow. That's, that's baffling. I mean, I know there's a huge market just on the video side of it, which you don't see the person, you know, I, being back in CrossFit and seeing the professional athletes and at the events, you see all the cinematography and all that stuff that's behind it, or each one of the big athletes have their own personal videographer and yada, yada, yada. And you don't see that person until 
you see the clips and what they put together. It's like, holy cow. And, and that in itself is another piece of art of taking all those clips and putting them together into all these, these stamps of, of advertising. Yeah. And I mean, I'm nowhere near a perfect professional. Like, you know, I see a lot of the reels that I see on Instagram and they're, I mean, some of these marketing agencies are, are great and have years of experience, you know, um, but hopefully I'll get there someday. Well, they're also, they're paying for it too. So there's, you know, there's, there's all different levels. And, and Doug and I talk about this all the time in the products that we use and sell that there's all different levels of entry level, moving up to a different style of turf nutrition, yada, yada, yada. Well, you're at that same level where you can offer a great return on investment for the work that you do, but you're not going to be out doing full length 30 minute videos that are going to go on YouTube. That's not your forte, let's say. Right. And I'm not looking to work with big, huge companies. I mean, I mean, it would be nice maybe at some point, but right now I'm only working with small businesses and I'm using my iPhone to film, you know, short 20 second, 30 second reels. Well, I know that sh that's actually small businesses are the backbone of our country. You're going to get tons, 100%. so much more return from a small company than you will from a big company. Um, and really, and Doug and I talk about this a lot is our country was built on small businesses and yep. we're going to mm -hmm. go through another very difficult time in the next one to two or three years that are going to rely on us small businesses really rebuilding the country. I mean, people 100% that are out of work are out doing different things, such as your job, Doug's job, my job, you know, they, they lose employment and next thing you know, social media content. And I'm not saying that's your gig, Jessica, that you lost your job and that's why you do it. And you're doing it because it's your passion and you want to move forward with this. But, um, it, the small businesses, I think are going to be your, your honey hole for, for definitely for sure. Yeah. And as you know, being a small business owner too, you can pick and choose who you want to work with, you know, who you want to market and advertise, you know, all, all of my clients, I respect them all. I believe in what they sell. I believe in their product. And for me, what makes me, you know, a win for me at the end of the day is seeing their business grow and me helping them. It makes me feel good, you know, that I was able to help them. And I think that's the right mentality for any business, which is awesome. I'm actually looking at scrolling through your Facebook page right now. <laughs> He's creeping. I think that's what they no, call it. Because I wanted to see like what you what you do, and it's it's awesome. And I can definitely see like where you say like videos, um, like stand out over top of just pictures. Um, you know, pictures you kind of scroll through, and the videos you stop and watch. And so I can definitely see. Um, you know, why a video of something that you do will sell more for your business than just a picture. Um, whether it's pushing a spreader, you're riding a machine, uh, spraying out of a, you know, hand spraying or even spraying out of a machine and whatnot. So those kind of videos that I feel would be very crucial for a lawn care company, fertilization company, turf nutrition company, to uh, to use someone like yourself to post those kind of videos and help grow their business. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. And I imagine it makes total sense that if you are doing a video that you want to at least include some company branding in that 
one of those frames, I would think. You would draw it mm -hmm. into name on the truck or a sign that's in the yard and then into your video or vice versa. I'm sure that's probably because they're on that click longer, let's say, they're going to see the brand recognition longer than a quick picture that they're going to quickly go through. Absolutely. And that I try to include in a lot of my reels either you know, the logo on the truck or logo on their t-shirt, or I'll, I usually will put the logo in at the end of the clip. And yeah, I just look for the dancing kid in the British shirt. That's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put, uh, put one of your company shirts on him. Uh, I, I, li I like the song that you used on the one video you did, the No Excuses song. That's actually one of my gym songs now. <laughs> I remember you saying that. I don't remember which one that was. I, I, I don't remember which one it is either, but I know I listen to it almost every day in the gym. I did do one <laughs> one this morning with Allison Chains, who I love. Yeah, I saw that. I'm yeah, old, I love that song. Old yeah. metalhead, but I'm like, oh, jeez, I heard that song come up. I'm like, oh, I'm using that. Yeah, it's a great song. So, what else do you have for us, Jessica? What what do you what are the secrets of of social media? I mean, this is not new by any means. This is something that's been going on for a long time. Is it that Doug and I are just not so versed in it that we think? This is kind of newer, and, and I hate to just sound like that we're older people, but it is the reality of of where we're at in demographics and where you're going to get your ads to go better. Because a, a perfect example is like my mother-in-law is Facebook, and it's so funny. Every time she comes over or we went to the Patriots game and brought her to a Patriots game this weekend, and she thinks that every message or post that comes up is sent directly to her. She doesn't realize that, <laughs> that the feed is the feed. So she has to respond to everything. And then my wife has got to resubscribe her all the time because she's clicking on everything and half of them are bots and they're getting in and, and causing all kinds of craziness with her, her system. But, you know, she's used to reading the newspaper. Doug and I are kind of in the age where we used to read the newspaper, but we got away with it. Well, we can handle mm -hmm. electronic stuff. And then you drop into the thirties and forties. They don't know what a newspaper is and everything is electronic. I mean, every, my kids 26 and under, they, you ask a question, it's immediate right to their phone for the answer. It's just boom, boom, boom. Either whether they're looking for a business or an answer to a question. So, you know, demographically, I think, the phones being the instant gratification tools that they are, it's just so important to have a presence, whether you're looking to build your business or just contain your business at the size that it is. It is. And just like you said, you know, your kids will go right to the phone and look up something. Like if I want to see if a restaurant is offering something or having an event, I go right to social media because nine times out of 10, they're not going to post it on their website. And it's usually advertised on there. It's a, it's quick. And I mean, you can find everything there and you can find pictures of like, a, like what meals they're offering, et cetera. So you could get, you get more detail out of it. Um, where like, just like for, you know, different companies, you can see, you know, are you offering fall cleanups right now? You know, what is it? What kind of equipment are they using? Are they having any specials like real, it's more real time advertisement. Um, now, do, and I think, go, 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 no, go, go ahead and finish. No, I just think that with some of the, I, I hate to use the word older, but no, you can, the, we, we take no offense more, to it. <laughs> some of the more mature ah, thank you. adults, uh, they just, 
A, just aren't used to that and don't have time for it. Or with business owners, I mean, they don't have, they don't, it comes down to time. They don't have time to sit through and see what's trending or, you know, to do the research. They're too busy running their business. And when they're not running their business, they're, you know, having some free time to themselves. So you're going to offer time management savings for business owners. Yes, absolutely. On top of the success of the reward from what you're taking off of their plate, returning to them in an advertisement investment or new client. Yeah, because social media, like I said, it's free advertisement. I mean, you still do have to do some of the direct mailers and it's worth it because some, again, some of that clientele is not on social media. So you have to send, send out maybe a direct mailer once a year. And if you get a client, you know, one client off of sending out a direct mailer, it's worth it. I have one of my customers down here who in New Jersey, who he, he posts a lot on Instagram of all the jobs he does a lot of landscaping jobs. Now he's in Christmas lights. Um, and I'll have to ask him how much business that drums him up um, just to kind of be more about curiosity because he's very good. Now, I don't know if he uses somebody to do that for him, um, but he is his videos are like really good. And they're like, you know, usually right under a minute, <laughs> you know, keeps you focused long enough, but doesn't get you bored watching it. Yeah. Usually the reels are like, I mean, you can go over 30 seconds, but usually people will watch a clip from like 10 to 20 seconds. And then yeah. you're like, right, is something going to happen here? Or you know, <laughs> they don't want to watch it anymore. And it's funny because some of the clips that you, you click on, you know, they're just dragging you along to, because I imagine the longer you're on it, the more time that they get credited for or whatever, but they're just postponing the climax so that you're on it longer. It, I imagine that's a truth. Yeah, sometimes. And then I've watched reels where I'll click on it and nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. And now it's like two minutes into oh, it. No I'm way. like, all right, what's going on here? And nothing ever happens. They just keep the people on and it's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I just didn't know if there was like a time that they it needed viewers so that would put you up on the top of the list for followers. And, and that's I think that's more TikTok than anything. You know, I think we should probably stay away from that other than entertainment if you can't sleep at night for six hours. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can definitely, I mean, I go down Instagram and Facebook rabbit holes. Like, like I see, I seen a reel the other day about, it was a guy, uh, he was looking up something and then he said, okay, I need to focus, focus. And then it, he starts saying Ford focus. And then he starts thinking about a car and then it's like, oh, I got hit by a Ford focus back in the day. And that's how <laughs> sometimes my brain works when I'm on social media, I'll go to look something up, but then I go down a rabbit hole and like, here I am, like on um, a totally different topic. Very, it's, it's very easy to do. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, it's easy to do. Do you do you have any questions out there, Doug? That I I didn't nope. cover. I mean, we're we're both very newbies to this, but I mean, mm -hmm. we we're pretending to to stay with the times, but we're, we're we definitely want to learn. But obviously, why we wanted you on was to help explain the possibilities of how well this can help for our business and our field that we're in and you know it's nothing has to be done in person you can do this all virtually you don't have to meet with your clients you can post for them manage for them i think it's just a great relationship to have of all and like i said i've taken advantage of it the the 
podcast is taking advantage of it with your clips or whatever you call that snippet thingamajigger that you put out for us weekly, <laughs> um, just so people can hear what the episode's up. Um, I, I think this has been very enlightening. It may be. I agree. I, maybe some people are like, oh, shit, this is old news because they're younger, but deal with it, people. <laughs> well, believe it or not, there's still a lot of people our age in the business, Kevin. Yeah, so, there is. Um, there is. You know, and, uh, you know, hey, there's a lot of guys out there who just post pictures. And, you know, so this probably will help them. And I'm sure it will also uh, get you some calls to uh, help some people out there. Um, You know, it's I don't post enough. And part of it is is because I don't like how how do I say this? For me, selling product to people, I don't want to seem like it's I'm always pushing something into their face. Um, but I could also understand having some tutorials, some quick tutorials and some videos of some things would be very enlightening for some. Yeah, that's what some business owners say the same thing. Like, hey, I don't want to post constantly post after post every day. And I get that. And like, if you want to do two to three posts a week, that's fine. But at least add some stories in there or something. Um, But you can't just be a seasonal employee. And then during the wintertime, just let your social media go dead because then nobody's going to, you're going to be because of the algorithm. No one's going to be looking at you. Right. And then, and then that algorithm is probably hard to start back up in the spring. Let's say when the, you start being active again, correct? Yeah, definitely, because you're trying to get your season going or, you know, if you're a seasonal business and nobody's paying attention to you. Wow. That's, I didn't even think about that part because I know in the wintertime, I'll just watch and I won't post anything. I, like you said, you don't think of it where, you know, all there, plenty of our other listeners run year round up here in New England. We shut down not soon enough, but it's coming uh, <laughs> and, and do back end stuff and relax. But posting has never been something I thought about that staying on top of it and consistent is very important. Yeah. You got to, at, le- at least if you drop down to twice a week, you got to stay, stay up Active. there. You're just gonna, you're going to fall to the bottom and no one will ever see you. That's interesting. That's a great point. That, that's yep. just that in itself was that and the word snippet. That, I, I think I learned a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the word of the month. Yeah, oh, yeah I'm going to use it everywhere. It's more gooder than the other words. Um, <laughs> so, again, Jessica, thank you so much for coming on. I know it was last minute. I, I coerced you to come in and, and record today um, as you're out doing other stuff. But anyone looking to boost their social media or other stuff, the newsletter that I use, again, I get, I actually had someone that wasn't even a customer come out because a customer of mine is a sister and sent it to her. And she actually came out and told me how nice it was when I was at the town hall the other day paying taxes, which it was weird. So I, I guess I have a groupie now, but um, <laughs> that professionalism, and, and I know you did it for, for lawn fix and they can go on um, Facebook and see the piece that you did quick piece that you mm-hmm. did for him. You know, that stuff goes a long way and it would take me months to try to do that. So if you were in the market for any of that, all the way up to managing your social media for yourself so that you don't have to do it. Jessica is the lady to do it. It is creative content by Jessica. We will have everything in the show notes for her to contact. Just saying that and typing it into social media, you'll be able to find her, which is great. You can see some of her other clients Mm -hmm. that are there as Doug did. Um, Again, thank you, Jessica. I hope this wasn't too painful for you. No, it was awesome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for being on. 
All right, guys, we will catch you next week with who knows who we'll have from a guest if I can hijack someone hours before the show. But we really do appreciate you coming on, Jessica. I know who. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Turf Nutrition and Management Podcast. We are always interested in topics you want us to dig deeper into. You can submit a topic or a question from the link in the show notes. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and share with your friends so we can all be better turf managers and successful entrepreneurs.